Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of the Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. If you own or manage a restaurant, you can now, as of today, apply for grant money to be open outside in some way. County Executive Matt Myers on the phone, as well as uh, Ryan German, who you know has been on the show uh, many, many times. He owns Cafe Gelato in Newark. Gentlemen, thanks for being on. Uh, let's get right to Matt Meyer, County Executive. So uh, you've partnered with the Committee of 100 for these outdoor dining grants. This was just announced today, uh, the 14th. What does it mean to people? What, is, what are you doing? We know, Rick, back in March, uh, when we had the first cases of the virus in our community, uh, based on the governor's lead, we shut everything down and told everyone stay at home. Uh, restaurants were closed. All businesses, non-essential businesses were closed. And what we've been doing since then, uh, in partnership with the state government and other local governments, is uh, tried to open up, seeing how we can open up safely. Uh, and for people like you and me, uh, everyday residents of the county, uh, see how we can be resilient. Ryan is a great example of that with Cafe Gelato. You know, he, like so many small business owners, when this thing first hit, he said, how can I make sure I don't let any of my people go. And he's bent over backwards, done double backflips with his um, balance sheet to make sure he didn't, he didn't let a single employee go in his restaurant. What we're trying to do now is recognizing that it's safer to dine outside, that winter is coming under normal conditions. It would be just too cold. Uh, weather wouldn't make it practical to eat outside We're using tents and heaters and things like that. Uh, it, it can be safe to eat outside, and we want to make sure that restaurants have uh, the resources to do that. So you're um, you're offering grants for people to what to build tents and have heaters? Is that what this is basically? That's right. Uh, yeah, basically at some level. Um, Ryan, what does it mean to you and other restaurant owners? Well, it, um, Rick, it, it's it's leaving no stone stone unturned. I mean, we need we need all the help we can get. This grant is it's a big deal. Restaurants can actually apply up to five thousand dollars as long as they can show that they're going to use the five thousand uh, on outside enhancements to keep the outdoor spaces uh, longer or in use longer in the fall and into these uh, colder months. So, for example, for us, uh, we purchased 16 outdoor heaters, $300 a piece. We, you know, we have $4,800 allocated there for outdoor heaters, and, um, and we're applying for the grant. In fact, as soon as I hang up uh, with you, Rick, I'm going to go on the website and I'm going to apply for this for this grant, and, and hopefully we'll get it for Cafe Gelato. Now, just like other places up and down Main Street in Newark, you have some sidewalk space and such. Are you putting full enclosures in there as well? So there's there's two things. One, and what, what County Executive uh, Matt Meyer just, just mentioned, is uh, there, there's certainly outdoor, whether it's uh, awnings, uh, sides for awnings, um, I think that would be a better way of describing it. It's not that people are pitching tents. It's you know the, the, those are these are commercial awnings that you put the sides down and it keeps people a little warmer. Separately than that are patio heaters and Rick. These patio heaters work really well and even in the open air, um, when it's 40 45 degrees out, you sit under them and it, it feels like 70 degrees. So it works really well. So we're going to pair up one patio heater with each outdoor table. We're still doing alfresco in Newark. Uh, Newark City Council actually. Uh, approved and extended alfresco dining on Main Street on the actual street 
um, every Wednesday through December 2nd when there's going to be a special visitor. Santa will visit on December 2nd, but every Wednesday from now until then, we'll have outdoor dining, alfresco dining, and we're going to put these patio heaters, these 16 heaters, one at each of our outdoor tables. Is Santa going to be wearing like a red mask, you know, festooned with little white fluffy <laughs> cotton balls around or something like that? <laughs> well, I'd love to see how, how Santa's dealing with COVID. I mean, it's, yeah. it's quite... You know, He's at risk. There's, I mean, there's he, some, he, I think it's, a, it, it's not just Santa. I think Santa's coming with Santa ties. Nice. Oh, my God. And I was just going to mention the fact that he's clinically obese. Hey, Matt, uh, you know I love you, man. I want to ask you a couple of serious questions here about this, and that is this. So we have these awnings with sides, and I saw a restaurant as I go on down uh, Maryland Avenue out uh, towards Newark that had this outside great big ginormous, uh, had to be very expensive tent. And it really was. It really is a tent. So when it comes to people breathing and possibly sharing the virus and such, is there anything medically or scientifically that shows that it's spread less often inside these fully enclosed awnings with sides than it would be in a building with a perfectly functioning HVAC system? Uh, it's a it's a good question. I know I've seen studies. I've been shown by medical professionals studies that show how dramatic the difference is of the contagion indoors versus outdoors. So my understanding, very limited understanding, is that air circulation uh, is the key and the free flow of air that you have outdoors. So if it's, if it's some sort of tent or awning or enclosure that completely encloses the air and there's no way for air to escape, I imagine that, that yes, that probably would be similar to indoors. I haven't seen any restaurant in Newcastle County. I was just at Outside Cafe Gelato uh, this morning. And restaurants aren't really doing that. There's, there's spaces for air to come and go and flow freely through the space um it just protects from the elements you know i know you're wrestling as uh, as a county executive with the orders coming on down from carol rattay's office and governor carney and 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 how do we make this thing work here in newcastle county and which whatever your beliefs are whatever you'd like to see happen i mean whatever whatever that is i want to ask you a question uh without getting into what you'd really like to do or whatever and that is this it's about authority. What authority does the county executive have when it comes to telling restaurants and, and others, hey, you may or may not fully open, please practice social distancing? Do you have any authority to, uh, to make those kinds of uh, decisions uh, yourself as a county executive, or must you obey what's coming down from the governor's office? With respect to the pandemic, we have very little authority. Our authority is primarily land use authority. So making sure, for example, if if uh, restaurants in unincorporated Newcastle County want to turn uh, areas of their parking lot into, you know, tables for people to eat at, that becomes a land use issue. And so what, what the Division of Public Health and the state and Governor Carney are dealing with is capacity issues, you know, uh, 60% capacity or whatever, 80%, 100%. That's all a state-level decision. Our, our, our um, mandate is to make sure that it's safe and it complies with our land use code. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because, you know, people are out there protesting against school boards about whether or not they can open fully, hybrid, things like that. And I'm thinking the school boards have to follow the protocol of the Department of Education, which is working in tandem with the governor. So they can't really make those decisions on their own. And that's why I was wondering, Matt, to what extent can you make those decisions? And I well, think you yeah. Well, yeah, what we're trying to do, Rick, is two things. First is provide resources to small business owners, to schools too, 
testing resources so that, you know, any student or faculty who wants to get tested can get a quick test um, mm-hmm. that make the decisions that the governor has to make a little bit easier. I want to get to, uh, uh, to and Ryan. The, and the second thing is collecting data, working with Christiana Care to collect data so we get the Division of Public Health and the governor data that helps them make a decision. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to get to, to Ryan and, and what this means, because I know, Ryan, you and other restaurant owners have been, uh, I'm going to use the word lobbying. Why not? Because you have. You, you, in addition to everything else, um, you're trying to keep your business open. And as you mentioned in this program, you're also doing you know, construction jobs. Why? To keep some cash flow coming in with people. You've been extraordinarily generous, I think, in providing virtually free meals for hospital workers. And and I, I took advantage of that as well, saying, wow, these guys, uh, folks over at Cafe Jalal, they pay for a half of the meal. And, and I said, I'm in. And so I, I paid, I guess, a couple hundred bucks a couple of times and had meals uh, delivered over, especially to the respiratory therapy staff at uh, Christiana Care. You've been really involved, and I know spent a lot of your time. So when it comes to these $5,000 grants, Ryan, what are other restaurant owners saying to you about what this means to them? All right. Well, for every restaurant, they've been extremely helpful. We, you know, right after um, County Executive Matt Meyer introduced the um, or announced the, the grant program for these outdoor heaters, which could be as much as $5,000 per restaurant, we had a restaurant board call with, with the governor's office, and we're talking about, you know, capacity issues. But each of those owners that, that mentioned it, they're talking about the help loans from the state. Uh uh, Governor Carney mentioned the, the help from the county with with the release of the county's funds from, from the Federal Care Act. I mean, all all of these things make a huge difference. What we're what we're trying to do is figure out. You know, many restaurants have now seven months into the pandemic been able to figure out how to kind of balance their books so they're not bleeding cash at the moment. But we're all nervous what's going to happen when it gets a little colder. Yeah. You know, when it gets when it gets a little bit not as nice weather. Rick, you asked a question. Is it, if you enclose, you know, airtight everything outside, well, I guess that would be like indoors. But the fact of the matter is when you have an awning outside, there, it is not airtight. It's there, you, have, you have airflow, there's yeah. Con- there's constant airflow. And when you have airflow, you, re- re- you reduce the risk of infection by 70%. That, at least that's what, that's what the NIH is saying. So you re- reduce the risk of infection by 70%. I know a lot of restaurants are also adding HEPA filters inside. We've mm-hmm. done that. A lot of a lot of restaurants are adding air scrubbers and ozone scrubbers to their HVAC systems. We've done that. Yeah. And a lot of restaurants are adding the partitions and dividers between booths. We've done that. These outdoor heaters are just amazing because on a day that it's 45 degrees, you and I last year would not think about dining outside. And then this year, you can think about it. I mean, you know, wear a light jacket, wear a sweater. But when you sit under one of these heaters, it's comfortable. It's 70 degrees. Yeah. It, no, I, I know. No, one, I've, no one's done it in Delaware. But we're doing I, it this ex- year. Yeah. No, I've, seen, I've, I've experienced that before. And, and I trust you, by the way, Ryan. I trust you. And, you. and many, many. Uh, I can't think of any restaurant owners. Okay, there's one. But, but other than that guy <laughs> that I don't trust. I'm just kidding. There is no guy. Uh, I, when, it, when it comes to owning a restaurant, operating a restaurant, oh, my gosh. I mean, one of the top three things you have to do really is hygiene and, and make sure everything is sanitary. I say one, two or three things because, well, the food has to be delicious. And second of all, people have to want to come to your restaurant. But in addition to that, and it's right up there with those other two, um, you've got to be specializing in the hygiene and sanitization 
And and I know in your business, that's key, and it always has been. And I'm, it, it's interesting to hear now that you have these air scrubbers and uh, and ozone units and such like that in the filtration systems just to give that much more protection for your customers. Yeah, it, I mean, number one, like you said, is hygiene and safety, and then it's hospitality. So, yeah. you know, everyone ta- everyone always talks about, like, you know, changing the business model or doing more to go or, you know, selling groceries. And is that a change in business or did you, you know, did you make a, an adjustment? And really, it's all hospitality. The good thing is um, with these grants, and the, all these grants are important. You know, there's there's federal, state, and, you know, how, how County Executive Matt Meyer just described it at the county level. It all makes a huge difference. And I imagine the municipalities, I, I'm not sure, but I'm, I imagine uh, Wilmington might have something that they're helping on Market Street or something like that. But these all help. Uh, so county restaurants today can go on, they can apply for this grant, they can get the heaters ordered, uh, and they can extend their their season. And um, I'm hoping that we have, you know, a, a pleasant or a, you know, not not too cold fall, as I guess is what I'm hoping for. Yeah, um, and not a lot of rain during the dinner hour. Thank you. Just a hope for that. Uh, Ryan German, uh, owner proprietor at Cafe Gelato Main Street in Newark. I want to get uh, back to County Executive Matt Meyer. Last question here. Um, I think people should hear from you about the Committee of One Hundred, uh, who they are, what they do, and how they've helped out with this three hundred thousand dollars in five thousand dollar grants, Matt. Yeah, uh, Committee 100 is a business association uh, statewide. Jen Kamesh heads it. Uh, They primarily focus on uh, land use concerns across the county. They actually don't have any members who are restaurants, but I believe it was their idea. Their executive director called me a few weeks ago. She said, let's do this to keep small businesses vibrant. Uh, As as Ryan said this morning, uh, that of every dollar spent on, you know, large corporations who are here who are based out of state about, 20 cents on average stays in the community. And when you spend on a small business like Cafe Gelato, 80, about 80 cents stays in the community. So it's really important when we look at what we're facing economically that we do whatever we can to make sure small businesses can stay safe and stay open. I appreciate that. Matt Meyer, County Executive, Newcastle County, Ryan German, owner of Cafe Gelato. You can go to, and I'm clicking right through here, guys, just to make sure I get this right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Go to the Committee of 100. It's the number 100, 100. The committee of 100.com, and right there you'll see a click through where you can apply for the grant. I get that that's right? right. Yeah, that, that, that's 100% right. That, that, that's right, Rick. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Ryan, you need to go to apply for the money. Uh, Matt's just not just handing out cash. So. That's right. I'm hoping there's not like, you know. Uh, a million restaurants that sign up just before I get off this call, and then I, you know, I log on. I gotta, I gotta be fast. <laughs> okay, go, go. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Uh, Matt, Matt Meyer, County Executive. Anything else from you, sir? No, thanks, Rick. We appreciate it. All right, uh, thanks so much. This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show, right here on 1150 AM and 1017 FM, WDEL.